Hello, Hot Vibes, and I'm Billy. Did you forget Billy. again? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, did you forget again? Um, I, I did. Okay. Yeah. So this is Sensei, episode two of season one. I am also a wee. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, what did you think about this episode? So uh, did any, any any revelations on maybe you're getting a hang of things and... Uh, Sort of? Sort of. Okay, that's a plus. I mean, I feel like it's the same as last episode, where, like, I know they're connected in some way, and, like, that's, I mean, that's about it. True. <laughs> that is about it. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, that's pretty much all I know, but that's all they've really given me so far. So that's pretty much all I got. Yay. There were also some other revelations in this episode that were really fun, and I can't wait to talk about <laughs> Yeah. A lot of fun. Um, but how was your week? Christmas happened. Christmas happened. I completely forgot about it as well. Um, not Christmas, but like just now. <laughs> um, what did I get? I got my new 80s album. Nice. Shiny. Shiny, shiny. I pulled like a lot of Yunos and a lot of Curly Hongjuns, and so I'm really happy about it. Um, and, ooh, I got, I think this was my favorite thing I got. Here, let me show you. Let me move this because my microphone is being a bitch. I got this. My mom got one for herself, too. It's a blanket made up of all my old shirts from when I was a little kid. So, Aww, like, that's cute. I haven't seen some of these in forever. Like, this says, I had my birthday at Fun and Fit Gymnastics. <laughs> it's like a rainbow <laughs> cake and shit. This is, like, old. So this is my elementary school shirt. I've got, like, my Kid K shirt from 2001. It's, like, it's crazy. I used to wear this to Disneyland, like, all the fucking time. So crazy but i love this blanket it's super cute uh and my mom got one for herself as well and so it has all her old shirts on hers and i, I love it it's very cute um i got money which is good nice. i got a bunch of stuff on etsy <laughs> which is fun nice. uh, with my money um i you know what i really wanted to get i wanted to get the slippers <laughs> did you no <laughs> Because I ran out of money. Uh, I didn't run out of money, but I bought stuff on Etsy, and then I went, ah, fuck. Oh, well. <laughs> but I was this close. I didn't, though. Um, That would have been nice. I need new slippers. My 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 poor little um Ever Everland slippers are, like, getting so old <laughs> and, like, just oh. gross. But they're so cute, though, so it makes me really sad. But, yeah, maybe I'll find new slippers eventually. I don't know. It's not at the top of my list. Um. But yeah, I got a bunch of stuff on Etsy, including something that you're gonna you're, you're gonna recognize. <laughs> so, but it's oh. not it's not here yet. <laughs> and I was like, oh. damn it, damn it! So I can't wear it on the thing. But I'm gonna wear it for the next one because hopefully it'll come within the week. I don't know, but I'm gonna put it on. Just you're gonna you're gonna recognize it from the second I turn. You're gonna be like, what are you wearing? <laughs> I know it. I just know it. So. I'm excited about that. I got two things actually to wear that you'll recognize, but one of them you'll okay. definitely fucking recognize. Um, other than that, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> but it was nice. It was a fun Christmas. How about you? Yeah, I got so I got a new chair that I was assembling before we recorded, and I barely started. Um, oh, okay, that's what it was. And then I got like, I got some new like AirPods. I got like a new like. Mm-hmm. It's like a um, it's like a laptop bed stand where you can like have it on your bed, but it's not on your lap. It's like a oh yeah yeah like, yeah yeah like the bed. It's desk one of those thing. things. Yeah, those things. I got that. I got. 
mainly that was it. Mm-hmm. I mainly just got stuff for like recording and like the my recording stuff, like the chair, laptop stand, whatever thing. Yeah, I got like clothing, money, and shit. Can't you know all that regular stuff. But I also realized mm-hmm. the reason it hasn't felt like Christmas the whole month. You know, if I've been talking about, like, I haven't been in Christmas spirit. Me neither. I realized why. Why? <laughs> I had holiday depression. Mood. I feel that. <laughs> like I didn't realize it till I was at my aunt and uncle's house on Christmas Eve, and I didn't want to drink. Oh. That's so funny because when I have depression, I want to drink. Because <laughs> it's, it's, no, because it's like normally when I'm with them, I want to drink and so I can like, you know, sand them. Yeah. Um, but I just, I didn't want to. I had like half a high noon I brought and that was it. And then I was just sitting there like by myself. Like they tried to, we did like a, or they did a trivia thing. They tried to get me involved. I was kind of like, didn't really answer anything. Um, and then I went back to sitting down. And I was like, text my mom, I'm like, yeah, I need, like, we need to go anytime soon. And she's like, okay, well, I'll try to come up with an excuse in, like, half an hour, so we'll, so we can wrap it up. Whoa. But, yeah. So that's why, that's I think. That's why. Yeah. Because even course. Christmas Day, I was kind of like, meh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I felt that, too. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's why I haven't been in a Christmas year this year, was that reason, so. Yeah. Me neither. Um. But I do want to say, I nope. totally, uh, I'm working on your Christmas gift now. We got, I, I've pretty much done the thing. Um, but I'm doing a thing. I'm recording myself doing all this. And I'm going to force you to react <laughs> to it because it kind of has something to do with your, your channel and everything like that. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's fun. It has okay. things to do with things. So I'm making a thing. I'm doing a thing. And then once it's all done in like a couple weeks. Um, then I will send it your way and make you react to it when you open your gift. Okay, wait, so so should I watch the video first and then open the gift, or should I open the gift then watch the video? I'll do a thing. I'll be like, I'll, I think I'm going to do the video, and then like halfway through the video, I'll be like, open your present now, or something like that. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> and then you can continue the Oh, that's the video so fun. Oh, I'm excited now. It'll be a thing. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm still waiting on yours, um, because I mainly I wanted to wait for today to hear what you got to make sure I didn't like yeah. double gift you anything. So I, I'm pretty sure you didn't get it from what you said. So okay. I have it. I will I didn't get, get work on that when time comes. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't. It wasn't like a big Christmas, but it was a nice Christmas. So yeah, I got a couple of nice little things. I got my cousin a bunch of crap, but I have to wrap it and send it because <laughs> her birthday's on yeah. the 30th of January. So I got her her, her birthday presents and her Christmas presents. Hmm. So I'm sending it all at once. However, I'm going to try and send it in a way that doesn't look like there's a bunch of stuff in there because then customs is going to be like, well, they have to come pick it up because it's more than this many dollars. <laughs> so, hopefully. But we'll see. I got her a capybara. Ooh. Wait, like an actual animal? No, but yes. It's 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 the World Wildlife Fund's like symbolic adoption thing. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought you were going to mail her like an actual animal. <laughs> I'm like, she I, would, I know she'd love it, but no. Uh... <laughs> Um, but she loves capybaras and she has, um, a stuffed one that she got in Korea. And so I got her another stuffed one that comes with the little adoption certificate. Hmm. So she's, uh, that's, I'm like, that's your big one, but I'm not telling you what it is until you open it. And she was like, this is so weird. I have no idea what it is. So that'll be fun. But nice. Yeah. Uh, what did, what'd you get for Christmas? Is there anything interesting? Um, so I posted on Instagram that my brother got my mom a blanket with my, with our cats on it. Ah. Um, yeah, there, there are two photos worth for me because he did text me on my brother. He, like, sent me all the pictures of the cats. And I'm like, okay. 
content. Every picture yeah. I've ever kept. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I got my mom a backpack because she wanted one from work, and she saw my cousin had one, and she's like, "Oh, that's cute." So I'm like, "Great, I'll ask her and get one for you." I did that. Oh my god. Well, I, I I tried to get my dad a DraftKings gift card. I ended up giving him the Sport of Kings gift card, which are two very different things. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, DraftKings is a gambling thing. Sports of King is like a clothes shop. Oh no! Well, he can buy sports clothes. Yeah, no, he didn't end up doing that. I was able to get a refund on that and gave him fifty bucks to just get a DraftKings <laughs> gift card. Um, so that was awkward. Um, I brought my brother a Spider-Man game that he wanted, the new one that came out. Oh, yeah. Two, Spider-Man, whatever. Mm. Um, and I brought my other brother some Lego sets, because he's been into Legos lately, and I'm pretty sure he already built all the Legos he got. Hell Christmas. yeah, Legos. Oh my god. Yes. Always a good present. Yes. Anyway, should we jump in? Yeah, let's go. Alright, alright. So, um, I rewatched this episode yesterday, just to make sure that I get everything done. Um, but I do have the wiki here because that's our that's our thing oh yeah, by the way apologies i forgot to mention there's another and once again i watched it at work no why do you keep doing that i already warned you that it, it was look it was friday like we were pretty much done with our schedule and like i was sitting there for like three hours i'm like my little banging out now just to watch it <laughs> in case i can't tomorrow <laughs> and I'm like, again, seriously, seriously. I'm so sorry, I forgot <laughs> to tell you. I completely forgot. Like, oh, usually, okay. So, I, I actually don't remember if there's one in the next one, but I will go through before we end this just to make fucking sure <laughs> because I keep not telling you, and it's totally accidental. I swear, uh, I I didn't realize it was in this episode, and then halfway through rewatching the episode yesterday, I went. Is this the episode where? <laughs> and it was. Yeah. It was the episode where. It was. So, um, <laughs> my bad, but we will get to that. <laughs> okay. Anyway, to start off the episode, uh, we start off in San Francisco with Nomi and Amanita. Uh, in the last episode, the last time we saw Nomi was when she saw Angelica at the like play dance thing, the mm. modern dance performance, and. She saw Angelica there. And so she's telling Amanita about this. She said, it's the same woman, I swear, is from my dream. And Amanita's like, no, you need to stop watching, like, cop shows and things because it's messing you up. Um, but, or maybe she's someone from your criminal past. And Nomi keeps saying, oh, I'm not a criminal. I was a hacktivist. So she does have a bit of a hacking background. Um, yeah. she, she's more professional now, as she says. Uh, and she has clients and things like that, and she hacks for security companies. But in the past, she she was like a criminal hacker, in quotes. Yeah. <laughs> so no, uh, Amini is like, look, you've you've done a lot in your life. She could be something from that. And Nomi's like, well, you you've done a lot in your life too. And she's like, no, I've been working at the same bookstore since we've met. They're being cute. And Nomi asks if she sounds crazy, and Amini just said, well, then just write about it because. Like, that's what you do best. And she said she did. She did write about it already. So, my my thing is stuck. <laughs> Give up. It froze? Yeah. <laughs> my computer. I started scrolling and it just started scrolling by itself. <laughs> it's like, hello? Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> I was reading that. Give me a second. Oh, damn. I'm gonna throw so That's what happens when you... Yeah, sometimes the wiki kind of fucks up like that. Yeah, I can fucking tell. 
Speaking of, did I ever tell you I have a wiki page? You have a wiki page? Someone made it for me like long ago when I like during the scam days. No um, I doubt it's way. still active. I'm looking. But okay, well, m- yeah. I I so I don't know if it's still active or not, but it was like way old. Is it in the scam description? I don't. Know, I think it was. I don't know. I'd, also, I'd make sure you're speaking into your microphone, because sometimes when you do go close and you're, you're right. away from your microphone, it's hard to hear you. When you're editing, right. I've realized. My bad. Um, yeah, there we go. <laughs> My bad. Um, I don't... I'd, okay. Hmm. I wish it was. That would have been so cool. I swear it was a thing. Maybe you just Google me. That's, this is weird. I don't know why I'm doing... Yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> so... No, that's the other... That's the alien dude. I am gonna I look. Sw- uh, maybe it's maybe it's gone. Honestly, like if that was so inactive for like a long time last time I checked, which was like a few years ago, so it wouldn't surprise me. But I maybe let me just type in something really fucking random. Um. <laughs> uh, dumb bananas. <laughs> no, okay, I don't think you do. On oh, at least on the scam the scam wiki. You don't. <laughs> I, the re- okay the reason i typed dumb bananas is because i typed your name and it said there's no text on this page and i was like oh well maybe it is still a page so i, was, I typed in dumb bananas to see if that was also a page and it was also a page it just there was no text so <laughs> yeah i forget where i swear it exists at some point that's fucking cool uh, bro <laughs> yeah it was it was literally not like a big thing because it was like just like a random it had very little about me like really it was kind of like oh he does reaction to scum or Scam France or whatever scam it was or whatever. But yeah, I did want to have a wiki page. I guess it's gone now. So. That's snazzy. I like that. <laughs> yeah, if anyone wants to remake that or update it, feel free. Go for it. I'm going to I'm gonna do better on this now. Hang on. <laughs> anyway, I, I've, I've solved long enough. Have your wiki page commence back to normal? Yes. <laughs> Good. Tis back to normal. Okay. So we know it's still Pride as well, because she said she goes a little crazy mm-hmm. at Pride. And she tells her, well, yeah, with your parents, <laughs> I'd, be, I'd probably be practically homicidal. So we know that Nomi's parents aren't, like, the best, maybe, we hear that. We get yeah. kind of a taste of that here, but we find out a bit more, especially about her mother later. Mm. Then we go over to Will in Chicago, and he's visiting Deshaun, the kid that they brought into the hospital last episode. Yeah. Who's doing fine, and they talk about their dads, and Will shares that he'd been talking he'd been thinking about his own father after what Deshaun said and he asked him oh is he dead and he said well some parts of him are including his career because it kind of ended his career so we kind of get a flashback to Will as a kid and his dad is like handcuffing him in the back of the police car because he'd been caught shoplifting he's like are you serious like this is I'm I'm a police officer like I have ties in this community and you're going around shoplifting you know what that's doing and Will, because he's the son of a cop, uh, picked up some impressive lockpicking skills. So he got out of that pretty quick, ran off. Uh, those will come in handy later, by the way. Fun little tidbit. You'll see why. Um, many way, actually, but in specific ways, it'll come back. And so Deshaun's like, hey, can you teach me how to do that? And he's like, mm, no. Uh, but before he leaves, Deshaun tells Will that... Um, uh, he doesn't owe him for what he did, but he would never forget it. So yeah, that's something interesting. Back with Nomi, she is updating her blog 
about her past life and what pride means to her. Side note, I love this whole scene. It is so... I figured you would when I was hearing it. I was like, ah, yeah, I get this. <laughs> you see why I love this show? It's scenes like this. There are multiple scenes like this where it's just like a big monologue of just like beauty and happiness and pure... Ah, I fucking love it. It's just... it's It's so good. And... She's basically talking about, like, her mother being, um, I believe, Catholic and being a fan of St. Thomas Aquinas. And apparently he calls pride a sin. And um, she, her, her mother believed that pride was the ultimate gateway sin that turned everyone to sinners and did a bunch of things. But Nomi rebutes that hating and shame are also not sins on that list. So it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to her. And she says that today when she marches at Pride, she's not marching, she's marching for that part of her and to remember what she's, that she isn't doing this for herself, but also for others who have had similar lives to her. And this is where the title of the episode comes in. Mm. She said, I'm marching to remember that I'm not just a me, I'm also a we. Which is, which I love that that's the title of the episode, which is why I love that quote as well. It's, um, I am also a we is actually a, kind of a big quote in the sensei fandom like if you find a lot of merch for sensei some of it a good chunk of it will have i am also a we or i am a we in it and she ends the blog by telling saint thomas aquinas to go fuck himself (laughs) is like yeah i love that whole scene it's so good and fun little kind of um we we see we see a little montage of everyone else kind of in this moment just kind of celebrating and doing their own things but sun is sitting outdoors holding a bunch of folders kala seems kind of hesitant as she looks at her family and things like that it's we see kind of like a eye into everyone's life as she's saying this speech Mm. and what everyone's life is currently like but cool fun fact they actually filmed this at san francisco pride like this was actually happening and um the group bikes on bikes that's the real group and they're i think they're also at LA Pride because I see them whenever I go to LA Pride, and so they were riding with the actual Bikes on Bikes crew. So, oh, cool! Very cool, fun little tidbit. Um, that happens with a few other like events in this show. Um, that they'll just be like, oh, let's just film at the event, and then it'll make it you know feel more realistic, and it really aids to the filming and why this show is like really well done and well filmed and well edited. Because they utilize the space that they have when they go to different countries and different events and things like that. Which happens again pride-wise. But I will not get into that until way later because that's not until season two. <laughs> mm, okay. However, during pride, while they're riding with the ducks on bikes, um, Nomi looks to her right as she's taking pictures and she sees Jonas in the crowd. Yeah. And it's very much like a she feels compelled to like stop and stare it's like wait who the fuck are you and while she's staring at him she then passes out and falls off the motorcycle thankfully the motorcycle isn't moving i would have been really fucking scared <laughs> yeah i was gonna say like, luckily it stopped at that point but yeah. like, oh, they were all they were all stopped at that point but she does pass out and fall off the motorbike but we end her um scene there for now and we hop to someone else i was i remember watching this for the first time going no <laughs> you can't just make me love her in one scene and then just take her away from me but she's okay but she's currently in a predicament predicament, so we'll get there but next we go to riley 
back in London, Riley's having a tough time. She's still covered in blood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she poor Riley. She's still covered in blood and she leaves the apartment from where Jack's knocker and the other guy seemingly died. And she's walking around kind of in a catatonic state, singing uh, a song in Icelandic. I don't know which song, but it's very pretty. And I do know that she, throughout the series, she sings a song a lot that her mother used to sing to her when she was a kid. So this might be that. Um, but I can't remember. She's walking around kind of in shock singing this song. Mm. And Nomi's yeah. kind of singing with her. They're kind of having a moment together. Like Nomi's walking with her in the street for a second. And they're kind of having this moment where they're both kind of having a tough time. Back with Nomi, thank goodness. But she has woken up in the hospital with her family. Her sister Tegan notices Nomi has woken up. It tells their mother, it's like, oh, mom, she's awake. And the nurse comes in to see Nomi, but dead names her. <laughs> um, because that's apparently what her mother's been calling her. And I, I will say it's yeah. Michael. I don't like to dead name people, but I will say for the sake of the story, um, her mom has been calling her Michael. And she's like no my fucking name is Nomi and her mom's like what kind of a name is Nomi I'm like oh, from the second like she started speaking I was like you bitch <laughs> yeah I yeah. already hate you so this is we kind of get a taste of what Nomi's life has kind of been like since she transitioned and it's not like great <laughs> her sister seems nice though yeah her sister does seem nice I will say that I like her sister a lot yeah Janet's, uh, which is Nomi's mom, tells her, oh, you shouldn't be riding on motorcycles anyway. That's ridiculous. Like, that's dangerous. And Nomi's like, okay, speaking of motorcycles, where's Amanita? Because she should be here. And Janet says, oh, no, she had to leave because the hospital, this part of the hospital only allows family. And Nomi's like, um, okay, she is my family. <laughs> like, yeah. the fuck? And her mother's just not having it. she's like no 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 she's not we're your family and it's like you haven't been my family for a while especially with what you're like so but apparently she says you still want me to leave after what dr metzger is going to tell you then fine we'll go but that that kind of insinuates that something very bad is happening to Nomi, and that she needs people mm. with her in this time or something yeah Back with Will. Will is saying that he's kind of found seeing if he could find evidence. He got access to the CCTV camera that was outside the church mm -hmm. the night of his like dream thing. And we'll call it vision. We'll call it his vision. Yeah. And they go and looking through the CCTV and Diego's not believing him until a car pulls up and the video cuts right there and two hours have been erased. Yeah. And I really rate Diego in this moment because up until now, he's just been like, oh, you've been seeing things. But the second he sees some proof, he's like, okay, something weird's going on. Well, I actually understand that, like, especially because he's like a cop or detective or whatever. Like, he, he, yeah. he works based on evidence. Exactly. And so far, it just sounds like Will has had a drunk dream or whatever, hallucination. Like, it doesn't sound real. There's no proof to back it up. So the second there was proof, he's like, okay, now I'm on board. I can get behind this. Exactly. I, I think that works really well with his character. And I was like, okay, okay, he's in. That's really good. Like, the second he sees any proof, I'm, and he's like, all right, something weird is going on. Maybe we'll figure something out. So I, I do like that mm. he did that. And it does make sense for his, his character as a cop as well. Yeah. 
And they noticed as well that somewhere in the video, there was a man walking in the background of both of those shots of it being before it was erased. The, the before part of it was being erased and the part where it cut. So they were like, maybe he knows something. So they're going to go see if they can find this guy. I think. Honestly, I remember seeing this part and then not remembering what the fuck happens with that after. I was like, do they ever go find this guy? So hopefully they will. Um, yeah. But I don't know if that was dropped at all or not, because I, I actually don't remember them actually finding anyone. This time we go back to Lito, who's... This is quite a big episode for him, this episode. And yeah. he's arriving at the premiere of his latest movie. Love has no boundaries, but death. Honestly, the the... The movies in, like, Mexico that he's making have the most, like, profound titles like that. Like, they're extra. <laughs> but, yeah, he, he seems like one of those actors who yeah. does work like that. It's like telenovela style, but, like, movie, I guess. Because, like, yeah. it's very dramatic, you know? And his co-star is with him, Daniela. And apparently there are some rumors flying about him and Daniela. Oh, she bothered me. I will say this, this episode, she's probably at her worst, but I really hope you'll come to love Daniela because she's one of my favorite characters in this show. <laughs> really? I really hope you like her. I love Dani. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> she was like harassing this dude. Like, Very true. For Very most true. of the time. Like, it, I mean, I mean, she's also a dumbass, but like, she's like, I the vibes weren't there for me. I okay. agree. I agree. In this episode, I was watching it and I was like, this is probably when she's at her worst. Like, she's fucking horrible in this episode. I remember first watching this, like, when I was first watching the show, I was like, okay, you can fucking stop, girl. Like, for real? No. He said no. Um, so, yes, this episode, she's absolutely terrible. But as the show goes on, the it kind of becomes campy with her character, kind of, where she becomes kind of, like, a little bit stereotypical, but also just, like, funny um okay i really like her i do and she she's insane and has very little boundaries but yeah but i really like her <laughs> this episode terrible danny is like not great at all okay but hopefully she'll win you back because she is in both seasons all the way through and she's in Lido's story probably almost every episode and okay. i i grew to love her so much she is like one of my favorite characters in this show just she's she becomes a very lovely person so insane all the way through but yeah but i love her um so yeah. hopefully we'll get to that point but yeah he's there with daniela and there's some rumors flying that they're together and apparently also lito has been named one of the sexiest men in the world voted by on fuego magazine so go lito <laughs> And Lito keeps telling the reporter, oh, me and me and Daniela are just friends. And Daniela's like, oh, we're good friends. Like, oh, my God. She wants more. You can kind of see. And yeah. <laughs> so they, they go off to their movie premiere hand in hand. And it's kind of like maybe a little bit assumed that, oh, this is the person that he's with that what he kept saying before like oh my heart belongs to another kind of thing no and it seems I, that I, 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 I could tell like almost right away that <laughs> it was not her like it was not her <laughs> she i mean she was actually too desperate for it to be her yeah she is too desperate for it to be her but like, i the the show is kind of be like oh it's her but also her saying like oh no we're good good friends good friends. like it's yeah it's not her um and we see a little more later like even before we get the reveal when they're walking together in that one scene it's very much like 
Oh no, they're not dating. No, definitely not. No. But she definitely wants something more. Um. So then we go to Kala in Mumbai, and she's with her family and friends at their engagement party. Her and Rajan. Yeah. And Rajan's giving a really nice speech, rem- uh, reminiscing about the relationship before he proposed, and he was saying that she seemed to have zero interest in him, and he was kind of discouraged about asking her out. But then he sent her a bunch of flowers to her office, like a bunch. Her office was like covered. She could do no work. <laughs> it was yeah. only flowers. And he sent those to her on her birthday. And that got him a chance for a date. They went to a movie. And he said when he saw her tearing up at a particular scene in this movie, he hoped that she would have as deep a feeling as that for him one day. And I got to say right now, I really like Rajan. <laughs> He's nice. I didn't see the problem with him. Like, He's I mean, maybe nice. it's just like she doesn't love him and that's fine. But like, yeah. so far, there seems to be no issue to make like him not lovable i guess i don't i like them i i like it i will i won't tell you like his full story now obviously but i will say that this is this beginning here it shows who he is as a character kind of it's just that he's just really nice and he genuinely loves her (laughs) yeah so and the only problem seems to be just that she's not in love with him yeah that is a big problem for a wedding but it's nothing a- about his character obviously yeah and so rajan performs this like surprise dance with the groomsmen it's very bollywood it's very like yeah it's fun it's very fun and she gets up and uh, kind of joins him her and all the bridesmaids and the and the girls also dance with them and it's it's just it's great it's colorful it's fun i love like kind of like Bollywood inspired like dancing and stuff like that. It's just they always so like colorful and fun. Yeah. Uh then we go to Lito and it's the it's the night of the premiere. They've just finished the premiere and they're walking home. And Daniela's like, oh you're amazing and that other bitch was like horrible. Like her tits are huge and like, she's Well that's a nun girl? N- that no, because the uh I will say this, the movie that we were watching him film was not the movie of the premiere they went to. He's still filming that. Oh, okay, never mind, never mind. This is a different movie. He's in a lot of them. Um, But this is for a different movie. Uh, But evidently, she doesn't like this girl. Uh, And she's kind of... She's kind of being a bitch. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I swear she gets better. But (laughs) as I was watching this episode, I was like... (laughs) But she's flirting with him and trying to invite him to her apartment. And he says no. And she's like, oh, wow, that's... uh, I think this is the first time a guy's ever said no to me, and I kind of like it. Uh, I was like, no. <laughs> no, like, yeah. Go away. Like, that, at that point, I was like, okay, the, the, like, this is where I draw the line. This is a no. And then Danny, no, Danny, no, Danny, no. Uh, I'm telling you, first episode sucks with her. Like, she, she's, like, not great. <laughs> like, girl, no means no. <laughs> so, as, as, as they part ways uh we we cross over to the next scene where wolfgang's having a time <laughs> yep i swear to god it's not always like this <laughs> this is just poor planning on my part <laughs> okay there is not this is doesn't happen in every episode <laughs> this is an oops um but wolfgang's having a time with a girl named anya who we only see in this episode so she's not really important um okay. she seems nice though uh, <laughs> I say that, but she seems nice later. Yeah. Uh, here we just see other things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
And what's funny is that it goes to Kala right after, and she's like, "Do you feel hot?" I know. I noticed that. You see, I noticed that. Yeah. You start to notice things. It goes to her, and she's like, "Oh, I'm so, I sound like all very hot." And then we come back to him afterwards, and he's like, "I'm hungry," which yeah. is what she should be feeling because she's at a wedding and exactly. Eating. She's like, he's like, "I'm hungry, hungry, and I have a a craving for Indian food." <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, ah, see. So they're kind of like crossing over a little bit in this in this moment, and the um Kala in this part is like talking to her friend, and her friend's like, oh, Rajan is so attractive. Like, look at him, he's so cute. Like, if you didn't marry him, I would have. And Kala's just not seeing it. Like, she's like, he's nice and everything, but like, I just, it's not there. And also, we get a scene of. Rajan pretty much leaving the party Rajan and his father and they were like oh we loved your dance and he's like thank you he turns to Kala and it's kind of awkward still with them like even though they're going to be getting married uh he's he's like oh did you like it she's like I did yeah yeah and it's a little awkward but he asks her father if um he can go say goodnight to her so back with Leto we get a little bit of a revelation here uh yeah it turns out that his the heart that his heart belongs to is a dude. We got a gay. <laughs> that didn't surprise me. I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> I was cuz like in the first episode when he's like oh my heart belongs to another, I noticed he didn't like specifically say anything. Yeah. Like a woman or anything. Mm. And then I really put it together last week when we recorded and you also didn't really say anything <laughs> with like pronouns or anything, so I was like I see what you're doing. You're trying to hide something from me. I, I was hiding something from you. I would I was thinking of like saying it or something in the uh, character descriptions when I first gave them to you, but I was like no no no, I'm going to let this be a surprise. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Lito, he he comes in, his boyfriend's asleep. His boyfriend's name is Hernando. I love this man. He's a sweetheart and he's pure and he could do no wrong. I will say that right now. That's not a spoiler. Okay. He's just lovely. Um <laughs> he's very he's a very passionate romantic person and he talks about art a lot. And so Lito comes home and he 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 Hernando's a little bit jealous because he's like, why not? why not take me to your movie premieres? Like, I, I know I understand mm. your career and everything like that, but I want to be your arm piece. <laughs> and he's like, why be jealous of the arm when you already have my heart? And he's like, what movie is that from? <laughs> They're just so fucking cute. And he's like, actually, I don't remember. <laughs> but I I love them. I think they're so sweet. Um, And he, he's talking about like this little thing that he does with his glasses. And he's like, oh, he does this thing where he puts his glasses here and crinkles his nose. And I fall in love with him every time. And I'm like, stop. I love them so much. You have no idea. They're like my favorite. Uh, aside from Nomi and Amanita, who are definitely my favorite. But I love them. And um, Hernando asks him if he thinks uh, Daniela knows anything ab- uh, about him or maybe suspects anything. And he said, she she just wants what she can't have, so we might have to pick someone else <laughs> because we're getting yeah. to a point. So evidently, they've he's kind of been dating, in quotes, in a way that's like, you know, using someone as a beard until they start to catch on or maybe catch feelings more and then mm. move on to the next person. So that seems to yeah. be what they're doing with Daniela as well. Okay, so back with Wolfgang and Anya. They're having dinner at an Indian restaurant because he was craving it. And while they're talking, Wolfgang's like, I'm not really looking for a relationship. And when Anya asks him what he is looking for, Wolfgang looks over and he sees Kala just walking down the street. 
Yeah. I love this scene because it's just, it's just unexpected because honestly, she shouldn't be there. She should be in India. And she is in India. But to see her just walking across the street and seeing him see her and then to cut to her looking out of the balcony and him being down there looking up at her, it's so romantic. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful. I, I, I love I love the show. I think it's also important to show that that happens when Anya says, well, what do you want? And then all of a sudden like, she's there and he sees her and it's like, oh, that seems to be what he wants. Perfect. You want to know why? Because that actually like has like, okay, I'm trying to think of the way to word this. You've kind of stumbled onto something of like how this whole sensate thing works. Like, oh. Yeah. I will say this now, so you yeah, well done. You, you. <laughs> I'll say this now, so you can kind of notice it throughout the show because it's not like some big reveal, but it is said throughout the show, kind of like similar like instances where they kind of like end up seeing or connecting with someone that they need in that moment or that they their feelings have attached to in that moment. So mm -hmm. like in this moment when he says when she says what do you want, it's kind of just like they're drawn together in that moment. Because that's what his brain went to, even though he doesn't know her and he hasn't seen yeah. her before. It's kind of just pulled into it that way. And we'll see more examples of it throughout the show where sensates will be having a problem or they'll be thinking about something. And that person that is most, you know, equipped to help them will show up. So, or equipped to, mm -hmm. to deal with the thought will show up. So, you kind of stumbled onto something there about how all this works. <laughs> nice. So back with Lito and Hernando. Uh, Lito wakes up to, or they both wake up to the buzzing of his doorbell. And oh my god! <laughs> I'm so I feel I feel so bad for Danny because like this episode she's you feel bad no, no, for no. her. No 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 no. I feel bad for future her because <laughs> this episode she's so bad and you're like no fuck you and I'm like oh but she gets better. <laughs> She literally showed up at his house. She does. Drunk off her ass. She and does. I'm pretty sure she called a paparazzi to get done. like scandalous shots of her going into his room. She could have very well done that. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. She could have very well done that. Um, <laughs> and yeah. She's drunk. She's not going to. She's ringing the doorbell and she's like, let me in. Like, oh, no. What if I fall asleep here? Oh, no. Paparazzi. I'm like, oh, this fucking bitch. Um, Honestly, but, I would have left her there. I would have. I would have, too. I would have too. Um, not future her, but this her. Uh, I would have. <laughs> I do agree. So back with Kala. She's on the balcony with Rajan talking to him. And he's talking to her about maybe their future. And he says that, like, obviously there are things separating us. Like, my family doesn't do religion really. And yours does. And you do. And she can sing and he can't. And she... They're having a cute moment, whatever mm. feelings there are. And he continues to say that even though they grew up kind of in separate worlds, that he only really wants to live in the world where both of them are together. And he's, he's so nice. <laughs> I just feel, I feel so bad for him that she doesn't love him, but like he's the sweetest person. So Lido opens the door, but he locks it before he opens it because he fucking knows her. Um, <laughs> he's like, and um but she she still comes in he's like she's like let me in let me in and so she comes in and she's got her bottle of wine she's drunk off her ass and he's trying to get her to leave saying like oh i think i think 
I think we need to, to, to break up. This is not working out. And she's okay, we can break up tomorrow. And she starts undressing and trying to seduce him. And he, she, he's, he's telling her, you know, stop. I already love someone else. So the fact that he's saying no and she's not listening is bad. I will say that. Very bad. Yeah. <laughs> Very bad. Um, but uh, she's not really listening. Uh, but then she, she uh, grabs her bottle and she runs upstairs. <laughs> yep. And um <laughs> she said, What's the problem? And an iconic line is said in this moment by Hernando when he says, The problem, <laughs> the problem is, honey, you don't have a cock. <laughs> an icon. That's one of the big iconic lines of the show as well. I will say that is up there with I am also a we. <laughs> that was great, except for the fact that she still didn't understand. No, she understands. I will say that. She understands. Does she? Yes, she does. She just really likes it. <laughs> does she understand? Or is she like, oh, a threesome. That's fun. No, no. Actually, no, fully. She, she's not thinking a threesome. That's the funny thing about this. She's literally not. Wait, really? Oh, I, yeah. I must have misread this then. Because the way she's like, oh, this is fun. You need someone you can trust. And like, I thought it was like, oh, that's what you want to have a threesome with your friend who's in bed naked. Because that's what friends do. No. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe she's not as dumb as I thought. She's not as dumb. Yeah, she's not. Okay, so she's actually very smart. I will say that. But also, like, it kind of makes it a little worse in her character because this is very much in the realm of fetishization. Um, <laughs> I, oh, yeah. No, if that's the case, then yeah. It's a little, it's a little worse. Um, So she's not dumb. She's kind of, like, fetishizing them, which is not great. Uh, But... When you have a mutual exclusive relationship, if your relationship works, fuck it. But it's yeah, we'll get we'll get to that more as it continues on. But yeah, it's especially in the next episode, you're gonna you're gonna hear a line. Actually, okay, that line is not in my in my vibes. I was considering putting it in the vibes. <laughs> but then I decided against it. So I'm gonna let you hear it and go, what? <laughs> um so yeah, we'll get there. But so Lito's trying to play it off <laughs> when mm-hmm. she runs upstairs and, and Hernando says all that. And he's like, oh, that's so funny, my friend. <laughs> and Hernando's like, Lito, look at her face. She totally knows. <laughs> like, Dude, this is not, you're just digging a deeper hole for yourself. But Daniela is like, oh, this is fucking brilliant. <laughs> I love this. Um, and, and she's like, look, look, you guys, you guys need me. Like, Yo, I've become kind of an expert because of my family about like deflecting rumors and things. So I can deflect rumors about you. And they're like, but what are you getting out of all this? And she's like, are you fucking kidding me? This this is my dream. This is my dream. (laughs) So as she sits in between them drinking, they all drink at that point, which is kind of funny. They're all like, oh, fucking Christ. (laughs) But this storyline is interesting, but it's kind of funny. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. As we go forward. Right now it's yeah. bad. Right now it's bad. Um, but as we go forward, it'll become more about like family and things like that. So don't don't worry, we'll get there. But okay. but yes, I can see right now how ooh yikes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're gonna go ahead and take a break here. Okay. And when we come back, we will talk a little bit more about poor Nomi being in the uh, yes in the hospital and having a tough tough time leaving. Yeah. So we'll be right back. Hey, 
and welcome back to Sensate Season 1, Episode 2. I am also a we. I actually, completely, I think we both forgot to mention this at the beginning, but this episode is coming out on New Year's Day. So Happy New Year, everyone. Yes, new, Happy New Year. <laughs> I just realized it's New Year's Eve right now. So Happy New Year, everyone. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I completely forgot. Crazy. It's 2024. Oh, my God. We're in the future. <laughs> hello from the, well, hello from the past. The yeah. yeah, we're technically, we're technically all within the past. True. Hello from the past. Hello from last year. <laughs> yeah. Hello from. This is recording a year ago. Wow. Can you believe a year? Wow. <laughs> That's recording last year. <laughs> oh wait, wait, that doesn't make sense. Never. Fuck. Damn, I messed it up. It doesn't make sense. I messed it up. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. Happy birthday. No. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> no, great. Now we're both fucking up. Now we're both. Oh well. Happy New Year, everyone. Um. <laughs> New Year, same fuck ups. It's fine. New Year, same fuck-ups. That's our new motto. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to put that... That's going to be on our, like, <laughs> podcast thing now. Instead of um breaking down BLs since 2020, it's going to be like, New Year, new fuck-up. <laughs> new Year, new fuck-up. <laughs> but that only works oh for, God. like, an, an, at the new year. Because, like, in yeah. a month or so, it's going to be like... Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> even, even that fucks up, too. Actually, it tracks. Because it fucks up. Anyway. True. New new episode, new fuck ups. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, new episode, new fuck up. A new fuck up every hour. I don't know. <laughs> we we can play with it. Um, yeah. <laughs> to summarize with Nomi, what's going on is that uh, at one point, Doctor Messer does come into Nomi's room and is telling her that what's going on with her is that her brain is kind of like fusing in a way. Like it's called UFLS. He says it's undifferentiated frontal lobe syndrome. And it requires aggressive and expensive surgery to remove the metastasizing tissues. So her brains are her half of her brains are kind of like merging in the front of her frontal lobe kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor. I'm not entirely sure. And she she's freaking out. She asks him what what happens if she doesn't do the surgery. And he says that she's going to begin to feel very real and very intense hallucinations and synthesia. Uh, which side note, synthesia has always fascinated me. So if you've ever experienced synthesia, guys, like or if you have it, I'm actually very curious um synthesia is like if you you can like read words and like taste them like your senses just kind of start like mixing up and it's oh very real and it's very interesting like people i've seen people with synthesia on tiktok be like oh like this word makes me see these colors in the in the room and things like that like color colors will pop up or they'll look like something like if you hear a word you can see it or if you like some people like they'll say the word pink and it'll taste like something like it's so interesting so which will definitely be a thing for Nomi because she'll be able to experience like sensations from other people around the world but she doesn't know that right now she thinks it's a Mm. it's a disorder or disease with her brain and Janet's like look you're gonna you're gonna die in six months if you don't use our insurance and shit but Nomi's freaking out we are now we have a little excerpt of Riley and Will before we get into anything else and Riley pretty much gets home she's like freaking out takes off uh, all her clothes showers gets all that blood off of her and when she looks in the mirror she sees Will and he's Mm. shaving in his mirror in Chicago so they kind of have like a moment where they're like seeing each other for a second but cut off that right when we get to it because I'm I'm just so excited that they don't talk to each other considering they did last time like shouldn't they be like hey I know you and then true there are moments when they do i feel like you kind of get the vibe that 
throughout the show that there are moments where they talk to each other and moments where they just glimpse each other mm. and they're not with each other for long and they kind of maybe know those moments i don't know it's kind of an underlying thing where sometimes you just see someone and okay. that's about it but there are some where they do have a chance to talk but right mm. now she does not have a chance to talk because shit went down and she's got to figure out what to do kind yeah. of we'll, we'll see more why about that later but so back with nomi in the hospital um the nurse comes in and is bringing her medicine and uh nomi's like why is the door locked because <laughs> what the fuck and the nurse is like oh that's that's policy and she's like okay whatever but i want to leave uh and the nurse says oh you can't only dr medsker can release you and she's like well you can't keep me here against my will that's literally illegal and she's like, i'm sorry but we can because your mother and dr metzger signed papers so you can't leave so but isn't she an adult yeah so shouldn't she be able to do it on her own like because i feel you like you would fucking think <laughs> i feel like it's one thing if she's like if she was underage that i think i could kind of understand that more but like sure. she's an adult she lives on her own she does her own mm. shit like i don't know why her mother had a say in this. I agree. And there's a reason why they're keeping her here. And let me tell you right now, it's not because it's just hospital policy. Well, I okay, I figured that much, but Okay. I don't think <laughs> I'm on vibe there. There you go. But um yeah, this is it's seeming like, oh, the hospital's just being re- really dickish and this nurse is being really dickish and she's not allowed to leave. She's a adult, what the fuck? But there's a lot more going on than just her being in the hospital. Um, And this is kind of the first glimpse you see of that because they're not literally not letting her leave and she's an adult, so she should be allowed to no matter what. So my thought, I'll I'll say this now, I don't know if this is right or not. My thought is is unless her mom claimed that Nomi is like mentally ill and mentally unstable to the point where she can't leave because it will harm herself or someone else. And that's why they're doing that. Um... That's the only real thing I could think of after why an adult wouldn't have a say in whether they can leave or not. Mm. So. I see that. That's what I got. I don't know. And not kind of next episode, but more in the episode after next episode, episode four. You're going to, it's all going to kind of come to a point where you're like, okay, this is fucking insane. What the hell? (laughs) Because like, it should not be this much of a like thing that they're keeping her here so what the fuck else is going on Mm. like it's gonna come to a point where you're like this is not just someone being kept in the hospital because they're injured and it will get to that point but this is kind of the first taste that you see of something very weird is going on here diego's kind of talking to will about like he's kind of had some weird experiences in the past where one time he was walking his dog or his dog was with him um presumably a police dog i don't know though um i don't think it was said and this dog started barking at a man and a few days later diego saw that there was a warrant out for him because he was a sex offender so he was like oh yeah so will was like oh i believe it because animals can sense things that humans can't sometimes which i definitely see i believe that I 100% believe that. Although one time the dog at my dad's house, <laughs> when we were having an earthquake, I saw videos afterwards of dogs sensing the earthquake before it happened. Um, in California, I saw like a bunch of videos afterwards of dogs just freaking out. And then two seconds later, the earthquake happening. Our dog at my dad's house passed out on the couch. Nothing. 
Not a single brain cell in that brain. I love her, but like, she was like, no, I'm good. And then I was like, really? She was even asleep afterwards. I was like, girl, <laughs> wake up, get with the program. There's no earthquake, get under the table. Um, but definitely animals, animals are more in tune with stuff like that, I think. Mm. But while, uh, while they're talking, the chief comes in and he's like, everyone sit down because there's federal agents here. And this agent is saying that there's a wanted terrorist in their area named Jonas Maliki, who we know and we've seen before. And he's, we didn't think it was a terrorist before. So what the fuck's going on now? He's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So evidently the government is seeming to be looking for this man. And now Will has to look for this man too. <laughs> but as part of his job, not because he wants to know more about what was happening. Hmm. So back with Nomi. She's kind of sitting by the window. And she hears someone call her name. Then she turns around and she sees Jonas just standing there speaking in her of, room. Yeah, he's there. Speaking of, speaking of Jonas, he's here in Nomi's hospital room. And she's like, how did you get in here when the door's locked? And she's like, oh, good God, I'm losing it. Because I saw you at the Pride Parade and now you're here in my locked room. She's like, oh, great. This is, this is it. This is the beginning of the hallucinations. And he tells her, no, um, because some, somewhere deep down you know this, but his operation is desi designed to lobotomize you. And you need to get out of here. Yeah. Because if not, you're going to be done. And she's, uh, uh, she, she doesn't look as if she's super sure, but it, it, she probably knows deep down because it's kind of in her dna so to speak as a sensei she can kind of like everyone can kind of like feel when someone's after them for that reason and yeah. so jonas kind of disappears after telling her this and she hears someone knocking on the door but that's coming from riley so she's freaking out she's gonna sit down she's trying to stop hallucinating but that brings us to riley who hears someone knocking on her door and when she doesn't answer the person starts banging on the door and then unlocks it themselves so she's currently packing a bag and trying to leave but she ends up sneaking out behind him as this guy comes in it's assumed that this guy is um part of the like drug selling operation that mm. these three guys died at uh yeah. nick's knocker if that was his name and jacks so she kind of dips and she's walking across the bridge leaving when she hears her phone ringing but when she looks in her bag she realizes that in her bag is all of the drugs and money that were at Nix's place. It turns out, like, I'm guessing her boyfriend kind of shoved it all in her bag, maybe. Hmm. And it's still on her, which is very dangerous for her. Because now she's got what they want. <laughs> yeah. It'd be easier if she didn't, if she just left it at home, but she didn't know she had it. So to go back with Will, he's going to go talk to his dad after, you know, what he was talking to Deshaun about. He kind of wanted to go see his dad. So he went to go see his dad and his dad's friends are there and they're kind of like, hey, dick, <laughs> traitor, what's up? You saved a gang member's life or some shit. And they don't like him right now. No. And this is kind of what I was talking to you about when we were talking about, I don't even know. We were talking about one of the other shows. And I said, there's a quote in a future sensei. A yeah, yeah, I, rem I remember that. I, I noticed that. I was like, oh, the beer quote. The beer quote where... He's like, oh, I'll have his beer. And he's like, what? Why are you taking my beer? He's like, beer is innocent. It doesn't take sides. <laughs> it's like it's like Switzerland. So I I love that quote. 
I, I kind of live by that quote now, now that I like beer. Beer is innocent. Leave the beer out of this. Um, so he, while they're arguing about the beer, Will goes over to his dad, who's kind of, you know, over over off to the side. Will's trying to talk to his father about the fact that something's going on and he's not entirely sure what, but he feels like his dad might be the only one who would believe him. And he says it might be related to Sarah Patrell. So we now have a name for this mysterious girl that he was following in his dream, supposedly, when he was a little boy. Mm-hmm. So her name was Sarah Patrell. And his dad seems to react pretty strongly to that. Like, oh, shit. No, no, not this. Not this again. Because if you tell anyone about this, uh, your psych eval is going to fuck you up and you're, it's going to be haunting you forever. So you really need to let this go. So evidently something happened to Will when he was a kid involving some, uh, Sarah Patrell. And it's something he hasn't really been able to let go, which we will, again, touch on more throughout the season. So back with Nomi, she hears the phone ringing, but honestly, she thinks it's another hallucination. So yeah. she doesn't want to answer it. However, it's not. Because when she answers it, it's Amanita! <laughs> Amanita, uh, she's got a friend in the hospital who is like, and she was like, please, I need to, I need to talk to my girl because I'm not allowed up there. So... She calls her from the hospital phone. She said she'd been calling each of the rooms on that floor because she knew she was up there until she finally got her. And she said her whole floor is guarded for some reason, very heavily guarded. And she, Nomi's like, dude, no, I think something is actually wrong with me. I've been seeing things, feeling things, hearing things. I th- That guy I saw at the um, parade, like he was in my room and it's it's a mess. And she said, hold on do you mean he's a persian guy about yay high uh and she's like yeah yeah yeah." and she's like cameras don't hallucinate and that guy that guy's in your camera and he's staring right at you so now we have confirmation that jonas was here because that's the only way he could show up in a camera he he wasn't in her mind like yeah but he was when he was in the hospital room though yeah he was in her mind when he was in the hospital room because he can't just get by the locked door but he was actually at the pride parade in san francisco he was there in person so that kind of kind of helps Nomi a little bit kind of calm down and realize, okay, maybe I'm not hallucinating everything. And Amanita says she's got to go. But, and I fucking love her for this. She said, I'll figure it out. But until we do, I'm not going to let, I will burn this building down before I let anyone touch that beautiful brain. And I love her for that. <laughs> Amanita, Amanita's the one, I'm telling you. I, I, I really like her. <laughs> she's so cool. <laughs> so... They say I love you, and then she she hangs up, and she's got to go because Lola's like, "Bro, more guards are walking by here. We got to get out of here." So Amanita's kind of, you know, she's she's ready to, you know, kill for Nomi. Uh, she's making sure that nothing bad happens from the outside, at least. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, you know, calm Nomi down as well. She's back down to realizing maybe this is not a hallucination, and someone is fighting for me, which is good. Now, in our final scene, here we are with Will. And he's at a convenience store. He's looking for sleeping pills. <laughs> the guy, the guy who owns the store is like, bruh. <laughs> you should get this one. It's sick. <laughs> it makes you see things. Clearly, completely underwear. He's a cop. Yeah. He was like, um, I'm already seeing things. So I'm good. <laughs> I like that. He's not just like, you are, you're being, you know, you're doing drugs or some shit. So like, no, he's not acting like a cop right now, thankfully. Um, yeah. And he's just like. I'm seeing enough things. I don't need to see anything more. So can I just get a sleeping pill straight? You know, (laughs) nothing mixed. And uh, 
he was like, oh, yeah, it's over there. So he goes over there looking for it. But while he's looking for it, he sees a magazine about psychic. And he's like, ooh, I need to look at that because I'm having some weird visions. And while he's looking at it, uh, he sees someone enter the store and it's Jonas. So, yeah. And Jonas is actually here. He's here, here. He's not in his yeah. Um, Because he ends up driving a car, but we'll get to that. And he's like, he's like, you, you're, I need, I need to bring you in. He's like, ah, da, da, hold on. And he says, okay, you, you need to figure out if you're going to trust what other people say, or if you're going to trust your instinct, your instinct is telling you that you want to ask me some questions. I know that. Uh, so you need to listen to that. And Will's asking him how he knows his name, how any of this is, how any of this is happening. And Jonas is saying that Angelica, the woman that gave birth to him before she unalived herself, um, <laughs> Jonas is saying you know, few people know what it means to be reborn, a sensate. So that's the first time we really hear this word. Yes. And Will's like, what the fuck? <laughs> He's basically what you were last episode. What the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I, I really. going on? <laughs> Jonas starts um, explaining to Will that a lot of things are going to happen to him after becoming a sensei he's got a migraine but that will go away in a few days and Jonas said when his ended he cried like a baby <laughs> his migraine ended? Finally. yeah no, no, Jonas because he got a migraine when he first became a sensei as well no but when his migraine ended he cried? yes Why? because it had been going on for so long he had a migraine for like days and days and days. Oh, and so when it, when it finally okay. ended, he cried because he's like, thank fuck it's done, you know, because it was yeah. that bad and it went on for that long. Um, so he he's like, look, right now I need to leave. But he's like, oh, I can't let you go. He's like, OK, hold on. But what you need to know is this. There's a girl in San Francisco. Her name is Nomi Marks and she needs help like Sarah Patrol needed help. Which is definitely something that Will understands because he's like, oh, how the fuck do you know that name? Yeah. <laughs> and so that kind of uh, that kind of leaves a bit of impression on Will, but it still is not overtaking his instincts. And he's like, I fully can't let you leave. And he said, look, you can try and fight me, but by the time you pull your piece, like this fight will be over. <laughs> hmm. I'm, I'm so I'm gonna go. <laughs> and he leaves. Will chases after him. They get into they get into a car and. When Will bumps into Jonas's car while he's chasing him, uh, Jonas ends up visiting him in his car. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> are you not in the other car? And he's like, yeah, 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 but you'll, you'll, you'll soon understand. You'll get there. And he disappears again. But then when Will, Will bumps into the car again, this time Will visits Jonas's car and he's freaking the fuck out. <laughs> and he's like, now the big question is this. If you're here... Who's like driving? <laughs> Who's driving back there? And that makes Will freak out enough to kind of go back to his car uh, before kind of zooming into another lane. And eventually the cars collide and everyone's kind of unconscious and that's the end of it. And that's where the episode ends. So exciting yeah. kind of cliffhanger there. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, leave us on the end of the episode. So what are your what are your thoughts so far? I'm understanding more, I think. Okay, good this episode um i definitely feel like jonas is a, not a terrorist no i think that i don't know why they think that maybe he did something that seems terrorist like or whatever mm. um that i don't know but i do feel like he's definitely trying to help the sensei trying to 
get them all together because I, he does tell Will that he's like, hey, there's a girl in a hospital in San Francisco. You need to go there, help her out. Yeah. So hopefully he does that, and then we can actually start having people physically meeting, which I think will be interesting when the sensei physically meet. Yes, that was good. I, that was something I waited for with bated breath. That was like my. That, I was so excited for that when it finally happened. I was like, "Is that? Is this actually happening right now?" Because I'm yeah. freaking the fuck out about it. Uh, but I will say to you right now, you will have to wait for that. Damn. <laughs> It'll be a fucking while. <laughs> okay. So, but I think the way they connect, like, they're going to start to understand the connection more mm-hmm. throughout the season. And the way they kind of pop in and visit each other and talk to each other, it will make up for them not meeting in person. However, when they do meet in person, it's still very fucking exciting because it's 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 like, wow, is this actually happening? So yeah. it feels like they are meeting in person the more the show goes on. But it's that it, they eventually, eventually, but it'll be a fucking while. <laughs> Okay. But yeah, it's very exciting. Very cool. And I did say after episode one, because you were like, what the fuck's going on? Don't worry. It'll start to make more sense. And I'm glad it's starting to, yeah. <laughs> even on episode two. It's because I knew it's, it gets very confusing in that first episode, but eventually things will just start to make sense. And I, I, I that's what I like about the show. It's not too complicated. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stay too complicated. Anyway, who's our MVP for the episode? <sighs> Apparently not Daniela. <laughs> No, oh god, no. Um, <laughs> I think dang, I keep forgetting about this. Mm, I know, so do I. <laughs> I always do, though. That's not new. <laughs> actually, I think I got it. Actually, that that wasn't that hard. Yeah, I've honestly got mine as well. That was lucky. Okay. Three, two, one. Jonas. Jonas. Yeah! yeah. Honestly, I didn't think I would ever like pick someone who wasn't one of the sensates because their stories are so like mainstreamed in this that one of them would probably have to be didn't you do that last week too you picked angelica you know what you're fucking right <laughs> so, so so far you haven't picked a sensei is the real i thing. mean technically technically she's a mother she's the mother of the cluster so while she's a sensei in a different cluster um but so is yeah jonas right yeah he's a sensei in angelica's cluster so like I, yeah so technically angelica wait that means the old dude is too in the first episode He's a sensei. But wouldn't he be in their cluster because he was able to talk with... Or he was able to talk with Angelica, which is weird, not Jonas. However, so I want to point out something that maybe you've noticed. Didn't Jonas speak to Nomi? And Will? While not being there? He's, Wait! Oh, well, Nomi specifically. Nomi specifically. Didn't he speak to Okay, Nomi? but maybe it's like... Okay, so if Angelica's like the mother of the sensei, maybe he's like the uncle. So it's like, it still like works in that like... <laughs> Were they still like connected in a way? Because he's like part of that group. No, I'll tell you, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I like the reasoning. <laughs> okay, well now, okay, so I guess I guess any sensei can talk with anyone. I guess no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. There's a reason. I will tell you that there's a reason, and we will get to that. Um, he's. St- I know I've confused you once again. Um, yeah, but- <laughs> I know I don't understand anything anymore. Don't worry, don't worry. We'll get to um a point in the show where I'm able to reveal this more, but this will become kind of like a key point in them kind of like trying to get away from the guy um mm-hmm. that you see in the first episode. But um I won't reveal it now, but it'll become a little bit more prevalent. I'm trying to remember when. I think maybe not in the next episode, but in the episode after that. I don't remember. Um 
but yeah, you will you will find out something that'll make a lot more sense as to why people outside of clusters are able to speak to people inside a different cluster. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. But it, it will once we find out why. Okay. And I want you to remember that when we do find out why, because it becomes very important throughout the show. Okay. So, grades? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Where's my pen? Okay. All right, grades. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, so, as I'm doing with this one, I'm having you guess the person that's involved, not necessarily the thing, because I feel like yeah. that that's a little easier. Um, or it will become easier, at the very least. Uh, <laughs> but our first vibe was, we march with pride, and you said that's about Nomi. You got that right. Hey, okay, I looks like I won. You got one. You actually got two, but we'll get there. Oh, I did. You did. You got two. Yeah. Um, erased. You said that was about maybe Sun with the folder. No, it was about yeah. Will with the tape. Yeah. A party. You said Wolfgang threw a party for cracking the safe. No. <laughs> what was the party? The party was the engagement party with Kala and Rajan. Oh. That's what the party was. However, you did get the premiere right. You said Lethal had a movie premiere. Oh, right. Yes, I did. While it was for a different movie, you got that right. Yeah. And with Hospital, you said, Will, you were wrong. It's Nomi that was in the hospital. Yeah. Well, technically, he was in the hospital visiting the dude who got shot. But it was more prominent. You are right. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying, technically. Don't worry. This isn't the last time you see a fucking hospital on this show. Uh, this is not <laughs> the last time I'm going to fail so badly. Yeah, don't worry. True. But now we have our next vibes, which you might do shit at this as well. Um, Love that. All right, so the first vibe... Uh, actually, no, let me get tell you the title first, as I've been doing. The title for this episode is Smart Money is on the Skinny Bitch. I love this title so much. <laughs> that sounds like something Hernando says. You don't have to guess the person for this, it's just the title. But Can I, guess, I just love guess him anyway? Because I feel like that's what yeah, I would sure. say about sure. Danielle. Yeah, sure. What, what, oh, for Her Danielle? Hernando. Her Hernando says that about Danielle. Or that... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that was I'll the first thing I thought of, because I feel like I feel like he's sassy enough to say something like that. I won't grade you on it, because it's just the title, but I will put it there just in case. Okay, so that probably means I'm wrong, but whatever. It's just, I'll do that for everything, whether you're right or wrong. Um, For every episode, just to make sure that it's not, like, right or wrong. Okay, Um, so your vibes? I have four. Four, nice. We, we have uh, a message. Someone kind of sending a message. I'm wondering if maybe Will's going to send a message to Nomi. So I know that um, Jonas kind of mentioned that to him and maybe he's going to like see that. Maybe he's just going to say something. I don't know. Nice. Like so I will write that down. Let's see. Ah, uh, yes. Mr. Fuck Off. <laughs> Mr. Fuck Off? Mr. Fuck Off. As like a as like a whole as like a name like you know like Mister Fuck not like Mister Fuck Off Mister Fuck Off <laughs> is that like his actual name? Not his actual name, but they call him Mister Fuck Off. <laughs> Mister Fuck Off. <laughs> this scene is kind of funny. <laughs> I don't know fucking the um. I don't know, Mr. Fuckoff. Is, is Mr. Fuckoff someone we know already? Like, is no, no. I'm, I'm going to guess through, have you guess the person that's involved in the scene and involved in the story. Oh, maybe Not Wolfgang. Story, but... I feel like Wolfgang might be involved with Mr. Fuckoff. All right. A knife to the throat. Ooh. Yeah. I want to say Riley. 
Okay. I feel like because she's on the, I seem like she's a little bit on the run from the dude who broke into her mm-hmm. house. If he catches her, I feel like a knife to her throat would definitely play a part. She is on the run. And your last one is kicking ass. Oh, that could be anyone. True. This was this was probably one of my first favorite scenes in the show. That's the one I remembered the most from when I first watched it. Just being like, Whoa. you are gonna love this. I really fucking hope you will, at least. Oh, this is sick. Okay, I want to say Amanita because I know she said she would like take down anyone, but okay. but but I know that's not what I'm saying. That's not my guess. Not, but um, but like, but because I, I also don't think she would actually like physically beat up everyone. I think she could, but I don't think she would in a hospital because then she'd get arrested. Um, sure. So I'm going to say Will. I'm going to say Will. Because he's okay. a cop. I feel like he's in the profession where it would make more sense if he did. Okay. I'll write Will down here. As a precaution, don't fucking watch this at work, but I'm going to go look and see. <laughs> okay. If there's any hot dams. Let's see. Let's see. I'm pretty sure there aren't. But let's just make sure actually you know what an easier way to do this what i've been doing is when i watch it with my mom downstairs uh i fast forward through all the hot dams but i always know when it's coming because what i do is i go to imdb and i go to the parents guide so let's see (laughs) is there any hot dams in episode three okay it's it says some some sex scenes with and female topless nudity. Maybe that means for the whole show, but it's never said it like that. It's said it through like episode, you know. I swear to God, there isn't. <laughs> okay. Not that I know of, because literally I just went through the whole thing and there's nothing there. If there is, my bad. <laughs> I will take your word for it. But I, I'm, I'm pretty sure there isn't one. So I don't know why it says there's some sex scenes, because like. There isn't one, so why would it say some? That's weird. Maybe maybe they thought it meant for the whole show. I don't know. But um, there shouldn't be. Not that I know. Okay. I'm sorry if there is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's Sense8 Season 1, Episode 2. I am also a Wii. We will see you next week for Season 1, Episode 3. Smart Money is on the skinny bitch. So we will see you all then. See you then. Bye, everyone. Bye.